It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Absolutely. I mean, I think what's what needs to happen is that all the viewers, I'm just saying call to action right now, everybody that's watching this, let's go research these numbers. Let's make sure that we do our due diligence. And then once this is heavily, heavily confirmed, because you know that's what we got to do. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure it's heavily confirmed because you're going to get people on the other side talking trash. Show these facts on your Twitter, Facebook, and et cetera. But do it with in, like with passion, happiness, thankfulness, gratitude of like someone finally figured it out. And and I think when we do that with more, you know, happiness and and like not like, see, I told you so. If you do it with that. And if someone comes back at you with these negative emotions and stuff, they're going to look like a freaking idiot. So they're going to become the idiot for you. You don't have to be like, see, I freaking told you so, you dummy. You. We, we need as many people on our side of freedom and right. bodily autonomy for you know our own, our own choices. We need as many <laughs> Imagine people on that. our side as possible. Imagine that. Bodily autonomy. Holy mm-hmm. smokes. The yeah. fact that like we can't even like, are you are you serious right now? I mean, like, you know, you get these people that are talking about a jab or this or that, and they won't even talk about the trillions of cells that we have. So, you know, I actually went on Twitter, and if you're not following me, it's just at Phil Heath. I actually went on there, and I would enjoy everybody to respond to this. I said, basically, what is an immune system? Like, basically, I want to know, like, what does that mean to you? What yeah. does an immune system mean to you? You'd be surprised yeah. at the comments that are on that Twitter feed right now. And wow. a lot of it is, and it's just very inter- interesting because, you know, you got people that go straight to the vaccine and I'm like, you're not going to win this one. I'm telling you, I'm telling no. you, you're not going to win this one because when it first started, we were all scared as, I mean, we were like, you know, like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, we were, oh yeah. I wasn't sure. I was seeing people yeah. falling over dead in China <laughs> and stuff. I'm like, are you kidding hey, me? Man. What the heck? Yeah, this is, is like some weird, weird film, right? So then, yeah. so then you kind of calm down, and then you start putting things together, and you realize, like, okay, let's look at these numbers, and you're like, okay. And then, you know, for me, I did lose a couple people due to COVID and stuff, and I do believe, I do believe that the doctors also freaked out and didn't mm-hmm. know how to treat it. They just well, and they weren't know. getting anything from the government, you know, and they just the one doctor, I mean, the, the one doctor in upstate New York, I've had on my show, Zev Zelenko, he was the one that initially. Uh, found out that the combination of hydroxychloroquine, zithromycin, and zinc worked well in early treatment. And then the media came out and just slammed it. It was like, yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. And we've all talked about this. You know, it's funny now that I think about it, no one has ever really like pushed for people to be able to biohack themselves. Hmm. To really learn how to like, people usually like want you to rely on them to, to get healthy. Right. And it's always been a medicine. It's never been just like eating healthy and working out and stuff like that and taking therapeutics. And why is this such a like an issue? And when I saw that during like the presidential campaign of like, first of all, I don't think any president would have handled it any better. I really don't because it was unprecedented. Right. I just yeah, it was totally unprecedented. And the people that he had in some of those highest positions that he thought he could count on and trust like Fauci. He didn't know he was a part of the. I mean, in my opinion, he's a part of the deep state. I mean, he's right. the one that, so, you know, that that created and helped cause the HIV uh, 
pandemic with, oh, uh, I mean, with, like, with what he approved back then that was worse than HIV. Right. So then yet he's did. still, he's still there. Well, I mean, I think a lot of people are, they're just, they're, they're lazy. They're lazy and they're scared to even call a uh, call a spade a spade. And it's, it's, it's sad. It's like, you don't even have to pick a political side to call someone a BS artist. I mean, come on. Like you really don't exactly just take yeah, you shouldn't. R and D out of it. Democratic Republic, just take it away right now. Ask yeah. yourself this. Did you see the video when he said you don't really need a mask? Exactly. Yes. Did you see the mat? Did you see the video when he said there should be no mask mandates? We're not, yes. I'm not talking about Pelosi. I'm not talking about Biden. I'm talking about him. Did you see the yep. video when he said this stuff? You say you're saying yes, man. You need to hold this man's feet to the fire, damn it, and realize like this guy lied to you, man. Yes. Why did he change his tune? And he needs What's to it all answer. About? Follow the it, money. Follow the power. He needs to answer to it though. Like I don't even care about the money part. I just need you to answer to it. No, I mean that's he why he's answer. doing it. He's following right. the money. Correct. If you follow Correct. the money, you'll see of why course. he's changed his tune. Of course. All right. Before we get out of here, I know you got to go. Um, I want to touch on this. I know you said you did not vote for Trump in 16. You did vote for Trump in 2020. We've been talking about not voting for people, voting for policies. A lot of a lot of celebrities, a lot of professional athletes, especially among the black community. We could rattle off their names from, you know, I, I think I made one video on The Rock because I was like, hey, if you're going to give an interview to Kamala and to Joe. Why not give one to Trump, too? You know, when somebody with that much stature and that much, you know, uh, uh, societal uh, currency where people love, respect what he's done when he comes out and only interviews one side and then throws his weight behind them. And sure, he said, hey, do what you want, vote for who you want. But that in its in and of itself is speaking volumes. And unfortunately, it's kind of status quo for most of the black community from Jay-Z to Beyonce to Oprah. It's like all these elites, these people that have made it that we should acknowledge and honor and respect the hard work that got them there. They come out and they they all they all vote for one side. Snoop Dogg called me a sellout, you know, on, on his Instagram, put my picture up, called me a sellout. It's like all these big people are pushing for one side. And I wonder how they're feeling now. To find out that I and I was constantly sharing this, that Trump uh, made it a point to give funding to historical black colleges and universities. He shared the story when I was at the White House, where when he found out that these presidents of these HBCUs, they kept coming to him every year, every year for funding. He's like, why are they coming back every single year? And he's and one of them said, because we're not in the budget. We feel like we almost feel like we have to come grovel every year to the president because we're not in the budget. He's like, I'm going to put it into that. You're in the budget. Well, now Biden has just cut $30 billion. If this $3.5 trillion package goes through, not only is he asking for $3.5 trillion, but he's asking for $3.5 trillion. And anyone that wants to cut $30 billion from the historical black colleges and universities. My question to all these woke athletes, celebrities, is like, how do you feel now? Do you feel betrayed? And will this change your tune moving forward? You know, the, the, when you mentioned HBCUs, you know, so I, I told you before that my mom was raised in Louisiana in, in a town called Zachary. Uh, back back then, back there, you have two choices of college, either Southern or Grambling State. <laughs> so a lot of my family either went to either, you know. So um, I think of that, you know, they're in SWAC. You know, I think of, you know, who I really think about right now is Deion Sanders, who, who actually is a coach over at Jackson State, right? You know, he's done a really amazing job. 
God fearing man, you know, he's a, you know, he's a jack of all trades. I mean, this guy is you know, one of my favorite athletes. I mean, baseball yeah. player, you know, football, all that stuff. Yeah. Mine too. He has put so much passion into these young black men. Mm. And when I saw those numbers of the budget cuts, I thought of him. I thought mm. he doesn't need the money. This guy is well-established. He's perfectly fine. He actually could have coached at a much larger university, but he chose the HBCU. And, you know, ever since he did that, I started following him more. Anyone that wants to talk about HBCUs, go look at Deion Sanders, see what he's doing. Mm. I feel sorry for him and his team and the whole entire HBCUs, especially for these football and basketball programs, because they don't get the notoriety that all the big schools get. They don't have yeah. the facilities that the big schools have. Like the, you know, anyone that understands college recruiting and talk about football, especially, I mean, you look at LSU, like it's like their locker, these locker rooms are better than NFL locker rooms. Right. And the money that was supposed to go toward these schools would help even their athletic programs. And people say, well, you know, why not scholastic and this and that you got to understand like sports do generate a lot of money. So when mm-hmm. you can have better facilities, you actually can recruit better athletes. Where am I going with this? The more that that happens, you get people like Deion Sanders that can bring in different talent that now TV rights are going to go to these HBCUs. Mm. Imagine, because you have SEC network, you have all like the Pac-12 network. Imagine if that money went to the HBCUs and they had someone of influence create like some good college programs for athletics and a few guys turn pro and they mm-hmm. make tons of money and this and that more kids go. Yeah. And it develops and it, and cause you hear about professional athletes going back to all of my mater, building stuff, building stuff, building stuff. Every professional athlete I know has definitely contributed back to their university. Imagine if HBCUs had that 30 billion, spread it out, had better athletes, better talent. Now when kids try to go to universities that are just students, they usually pick schools that are cool also with those majors. And if they're having a so good, if they're having a good sports program, it's all the better because that is a college experience. Yeah. So, you so there's a lot of money? ramifications. There's a lot yes, of ramifications it, and a lot of detriment crazy. that's going to come from the right. cutting and, and whether it happens in this bill or not, we know historically uh, Obama did the same thing. Unfortunately, he cut I'm funding. He it. kept HBCUs coming back every single year, begging for money from the government. And mm-hmm. uh, Trump tried to change that. He did change that. Biden gets in again. B- B- Obama, Biden, Democrats again. It's it, you, Sometimes you have to look and say, okay, there's a pattern with certain things. And why is that a pattern with certain things? I'm not saying every Republican in the past you know, tried to do as much for HBCUs as Trump did because they didn't. No, uh, but Trump not, was changing the game. Trump was absolutely changing the game. And, uh, you know, so whether it's this budget cut or whether it's the next one, the intentions are clear. A whole lot of Democrats are upset uh, at that. A lot of black Democrats, obviously. But um, I hope it wakes up some of these celebrities. I hope it wakes up some of these individuals that have these powerful platforms that put that put out there on their platform who they're supporting, that supported Joe. And, you know, it's Joe just seems to be slapping every single American really don't matter your color, whether it's the chaos at the border whether it's the the lockdowns that he's mandating, the jabs that he's mandating, cutting funding from HBCU. It really doesn't matter what he's doing. He's catering to illegals. They're not being checked at the border. They're not being checked for COVID. They're being flown all over the country. He wants more of our tax dollars. 
uh, you know, he's raising taxes. He's really slapping everybody in the face. And it's like right now, more than ever, we need unity. We need to come together. We need to understand that America is under siege underneath this current administration. The Joe and Kamala are not our friends are not friends of America or our values. And, and we need unity. So, Phil, what are your what are your final thoughts and prayers and hopes? And I know we talked about God. Maybe share uh, maybe share what faith is before before you do final thoughts. If you can squeeze us in before we do final thoughts, let me know what does faith mean to you. What does having faith in God mean to you? It means everything. I mean, it's the strength that I get to have every day to be able to breathe, to be able to do the things that you know I dream about, the things that that mean not just the worldly things. And that and that's what faith is for me. It's like, you know, you always want to lean on the understanding of God and understand this, that when you pay attention to too much of the worldly things, the flesh and all that, you start having this wind the road of where you can focus on the wrong things. You can focus on fame and fortune and all that stuff. There's nothing wrong with going after and being an entrepreneur or working hard or this or that, making money for your family. There's nothing wrong with that but it's the intentions behind it and what you're willing to do to get it that do. And what, yeah. and when you do get that wealth, how do you disperse it? What do you spend your time and your money on? You know, I really feel like, you know, we live in that society of idolatry and I think with faith, you know, it's very important to create a good boundary. So you need to, like when I walk into certain places, you know, when you don't just feel right, mm-hmm. well, that's because you have strong faith. And knowing that God has a barrier, not a barrier, but a boundary. See, barriers are limitations, right? So you need God to like, you know, remove those barriers so you can expand and be a better person. But we also have to understand that the boundaries that God has given us through faith and understanding of the the scriptures and stuff, those barriers allow uh, those boundaries. I'm sorry, those boundaries allow us to go walk through life and understanding that there's some evil stuff going on, but we're always going to be protected. Yes. So I always try to, when I get up in the morning, I do my rituals and all that before I walk into any office building or even grocery store, (laughs) there's a many time where I'm like, God, just please give me the self-awareness because there's probably evil around and I just need that protection a boundary of protection so that I can just go in and do what I need to do and leave safely and soundly because I want to get home to my girl and I want to be able to enjoy life. And, you know, faith has definitely provided a great experience for me in bodybuilding. Um, Definitely got me out of uh, the party scene, Um, you know, just making some really bad decisions. And I've been there plenty of times. And most recently, even just, um, you know, you get humbled by God a lot in life, I think. And I think these are those times like when COVID was happening, you're locked down. I felt like this was a necessary time out hmm. to focus on your faith and understand that, like, what are you going to lean on when there is no, I mean, look, just the other day, Facebook and everything got shut down. You saw how people reacted. Mm-hmm. that's the worldly stuff that like when we talk about in church and stuff that you can't be, what, what are we talking about? You know, pastors that I know, you know what they talk about? They talk about spend more time with God than on that phone. On yeah. Instagram. Yeah. If you could do that, do you understand the power and under, and in the knowledge that in the wisdom that you'll have, you know, these words are, you know, <laughs> they do in, they do follow through life's, 
time through from 1998 or 1980 to 2021, if you have certain levels of understanding of what faith is, it will get you through a lot of crazy stuff. And, it, and it's and it's imperative right now. You have to be prayed up. I tell all my friends that yeah. I'm like, I don't care if even if you don't really believe and you're like, I don't really pray. I'm like, you better get prayed up right now. Yes. <laughs> you right now, man. You know, yeah. it's one of those things where I used to tell people, like I used to have a couple teammates that weren't really into, you know, faith at all. And I say, we're on this plane right now. I bet you if it was crashing right now, you'd be praying. <laughs> right. You'd be praying to somebody. Yeah. So understand that there's a relationship that you can have with God. That is amazing because he will never leave you. Mm-hmm. See, these politicians can leave you. God yeah. will leave you. So That's you right. just have to remind yourself that like when, when it's all said and done, like, where do you want to go? Cause I believe in there's a heaven and there's a hell mm-hmm. and how you want to get there, man. Do you want to like have like a level of like, you know, community. I mean, there's more people like that you can meet that look, you can still have arguments with Christians. You know that <laughs> you can still have debate. Plenty. You can have that too. Cause ain't, ain't nobody perfect. You know, in all these different denominations, I mean, there's still some wickedness. Yeah. You know, but we have to right now come together and unify. It's the United States of America. Mm. The Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. If you don't yeah. like America, like what Pitbull said, I mean, it was pretty, you know, it was some cursing that going on great. what he said. But yeah. he's telling the truth, man, because I've traveled the world. When I say the world, I've traveled to over 30 countries. I've been to about 40 countries. And in wow. some communist countries, I've been to Venezuela, I've been to Colombia, I've been to Guantanamo Bay, mm-hmm. I've been there, I've been to China, I've done the tours because with bodybuilding, you know, there are different countries and stuff, so you know, you got to do appearances. Yeah. I've seen how I've seen how communism is. I've seen, you know, you guys want to read a good book? Look at Stealth War by Robert uh, Spaulding. You know, he talks about China. He talks about these things. He studied there. You got to be awakened when you say be woke, be woke on the real stuff, be woke yes. on, the stuff, on the knowledge that's going on internationally, the trends, China. What does that mean? It ain't racist stuff that we're talking about. Like when people say, oh, Trump is being racist to the Chinese. No, man, he's trying to get you to wake up and read. Yeah, <laughs> right. He's trying to get you to wake up and read so then you can understand what it means. When they talk about 5G infrastructure and stuff, he's not talking about your damn phone, ladies and gentlemen. They're mm-hmm. talking about real infrastructure where you don't even need a phone for them to track everything you're doing. Exactly. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm telling you right now, I went there. I did a tour in 2018 with me and my girl. And I was training China. people. Oh, yeah. I was in Shenzhen, Shenyang, and Beijing. Mm-hmm. So I was in those places. <clears throat> you know, I wanted to go get some toiletries, right? I didn't need money. You needed WeChat, your phone. You know, you needed your phone through WeChat. QR code in your eyes. That's it. Wow. That's it. Because my translator, 2018, my translator, she did that. She's like, oh, no, you don't need renminbi. You just need this. So she goes, doop, doop. She was like, it's already paid for. Just walk out. So you have to understand, guys, like this is different. So where does the data go if we if Trump would have gotten on their ass about about 5G infrastructure? It mm-hmm. wouldn't have went to the United States because we didn't have the firewalls and stuff. So people don't really ask these questions. So I just encourage yeah. everybody, you know, to continue to ask questions, uh, be be inquisitive, you know, be prayed up, get with those people. But also, if you say you're a Christian, 
don't you don't you start throwing stones at these liberals right now? Because maybe they just don't know. <laughs> you're yeah, trying to they're just waking somebody. up. Yeah, you're just trying to convert somebody. It'd be like me trying to go up to a person who's obese and try to get them tomorrow to eat healthier for the rest of their life. It takes or time. shaming them and then trying to get them to eat healthier. Right. Yeah. I can't shame, shame them. them and say why, right? Because they're already emotionally attached to certain things. Mm-hmm. So as a man, as a black man, you know, I'm I'm proud that to be talking with you. You know, we're gonna do this again. I'm sure. Absolutely, you know, brother. Sending, sending, you know, much positivity and love to you and your family. You know, I got your book in my office still. You know, I've been looking at this. Everybody go grab nice. this. You know, you know, I, I was getting through part of it of, of just, you know, um, I both my parents are black. Yours are not. So I was getting to the point where, like, I was thinking about the fact that you do have both sides and having to navigate through that. Like a lot of people have to do that. A lot of people don't understand, like, you know, black folks, like we give each other a hard time on light skin versus dark skin and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, you know, when I'm speaking to the black community, you know, we have to when we talk about unifying, we have to unify based on policies that do affect our lives and our and our families. Um, yeah. And outside. And that's what really what Black Lives Matter should be. If you really yes. want to put that down, we should really be. And it should be. Me. Yeah. And it should. And it should be about, again, content of our character. What matters to us as an individual? What matters so, to us as a father, as a husband, as a brother, so, as a sister, as a son? I'm not if calling that's, you no that's what should matter. We should not call each other a sellout based on someone's political stance. Are you out of your exactly. mind? Exactly. You should yeah. not be doing that. You should be actually asking the question as to why they feel this way. Because you did yep. just have a rap song or you did just have a picture with that same president. Did you not? So you should, right. actually, so you should well, and, and everybody's is within their right to change their opinion about an individual. But when you decide to call someone a name, you should probably have some data points as to why you changed your mind, because we all have friends who were once our best friends that are no longer our friends. And therefore, mm-hmm. we have a story that we're willing to share as to why we're not friends with that person based on what they did. Yeah. So I think it's imperative that people just, you know, you, you don't want to judge people. You, d- you definitely don't. But if you're going to just have, you know, have real discourse and a- actually be more uh, uh, mature. Uh, I think it's an- important that we all do that regardless of color, creed, you know, whatever. I think Absolutely. That's the only, I think that's the only way that we sur- actually, <laughs> to be quite honest, I think that's the only way that we actually survive as a human race. Because I think yeah. what happened right now, when you take the, 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 the political aspect out of it, we're actually under siege by the yes. government. We're actually yeah. underseen by the government and there's certain people that get it. And there's a lot of people that don't. And they're and they're being manipulated, like you said, by certain media outlets. And I just give you a lot of props, you know, for sticking with it. You know, I pray that you continuously do these these podcasts. And I just, you know, hope that you no know, no matter what stones are thrown at you, that you just continue to lean on the Lord and just, you know, know that you have a lot of followers and a lot of people who who just uh, they love you from afar. They support you from afar. You know, and and that's really it. You know, we need to encourage one another to just do right. And when it comes down to 2022, you better elect the people who are going to take care of your kids now. Yes. You need to think about if we're going to go in a direction, we should think about in 2022 in midterms and this day forward, vote for your children. Because your your time may be up, right? Like, yeah, you know, like my time's up. Vote for these kids because they can't protect themselves now. That's right. It's got to be about the kids. It's got to be about the kids. Phil, I, I feel thank you for your prayers and for your support. And I feel the same way about you, my brother. I, I felt that when I first met you. 
uh, at Patrick's uh, at Patrick's home that God has some amazing things in store for you. And I just want to pray for you right now that God would continue to open up the doors, that he would make the path clear in front of you. Uh, I believe that he's going to open up some amazing new doors in in new new sectors, if you will, of 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 and avenues that you maybe not didn't even ever think that you would get into. But God is opening those doors. He's going to make your path straight, uh, and he's going to use you. He's going to use you as a pillar and as a strong point for people and other men, especially and even couples, to gravitate to as for what it means to be a man, a believer, and a person of faith. So I just pray God would continue to expand your reach and give you courage and bless you uh, and your family in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you so much. Everybody Amen. watching, continue to support my man here. You know, he's, he's speaking for a lot of people and he's speaking even for people like myself. You know, mm -hmm. he's, he's actually putting himself out there. He's carrying his own cross. You know, I encourage everybody to do the same. You're going to be called upon at some point to do what's right. And I, and I pray that you do it. You know, you're, yes. you're, when I, when I say this, I mean it. Our future selves depend on how we act now. Now. Our future self. Yep. I'm for, I'll am i be 42 this year. If I think about what I look like at 50, I better get my stuff right now. I better yeah. get right with everything. <laughs> because, and I'm even closer. I'll be 50 in four years. So, <laughs> so there we go, man. So we got to continue to just, you know, do do the work. You know, when you talk about doing real work, we got to continue to do the work. We got to keep God first. You know, we got to just continue to encourage one another to do what's right and understand that you you will fail. You're going to fail. Part of life. You're going to make mistakes. Part of life. But, you, but it's part of life and life has no rehearsal. But get with people that fan your flames. Get with people that will call you out. Get with people that want you to think for yourself. Yes. I bless you guys, man. Thank you That's again, it. David. I really appreciate it, brother. Yeah, I can't wait to have you on again, Phil. God bless you. Thank you so much for the time today. And uh, I love your stuff. And get to writing that book, my brother. Yes, book. yes, yes. You can get on that on, book. Man. You got a lot of knowledge, a wealth of knowledge and experience to share. People need to hear it, read it. So get Thank on that you. book. I'd love to have you on again soon, my brother. All right? Absolutely. We'll do it. All right. God bless you. Hey, friends, absolutely so much good stuff, so much information and so much truth in what you just heard. If you haven't already shared it, please share this podcast, share this episode with 10, 15, 25 friends. We need to unite. We need to wake people up. And I think that's what this episode was 100% all about. Make sure if you're not already following Phil Heath, you can search him. You can YouTube him. Check out some of his videos. Uh, P-H-I-L. I'll make sure it's in the bottom lower. Uh, P-H-I-L uh, Heath. And uh, follow him on your favorite uh, social media platform. God bless you. Don't forget to get over to mypillow.com and use that code Trump2020 and find something self, find something nice for yourself or for a loved one. God bless you. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. My name is David J. Harris Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris Jr. Show.